Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump heading to Northern California where he'll survey some of the damage done from what's being called the most deadly and dangerous wildfire. This country has seen in more than 100 years. Among those who will be on the hand, fire evacuees George and Kathy Denora. We're happy that he is. We're very excited he's coming. Talk a little bit about that. Well, I, I, respect, I respect the job that he's been doing, what he's been trying to do. And, um, yeah, I just... I'm happy he's coming, and I think it'll add some brightness to a lot of people. We hope to be in his presence. Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, confusion continues about exactly how many people remain unaccounted for after the sheriff now said more than 1,000 people are on the list of those missing. It was a mixed bag to end the week on Wall Street. The Dow up by 124 points. The Nasdaq lost 11. This is SRN News. This is Michael Medved. I'm here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The cost of many Medicare plans are decreasing this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans, plans that can eliminate your out-of-pocket costs, plans with $0 premiums, and even plans that pay you back. What is it people need to keep in mind? With so many new options, it can be confusing. You can get objective help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more. With lower co-pays, more choices like dental, vision, and prescription drug coverage, and the freedom to see the doctors you choose. Don't miss out on savings you deserve. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. Find out if you can get a Medicare plan that pays you back. Call 800-735-8803. That's 800-735-8803. 800-735-8803. Have you ever considered how important a good night's sleep is to your overall health? Hi, it's Lee Michaels here for Carbon Cool Adjustable Beds. Have you ever heard the phrase, sleep well, live well? Well, besides all the wonderful health benefits and affordable pricing my friends at Carbon Cool Adjustable Beds offer, they would like you to call 763-325-5253 and enter the November sweepstakes for your opportunity to win your own Carbon Cool Adjustable Bed, valued at $1,600 and without any obligation or purchase required. Enter your name and address. They'll send you an information packet that will help you understand the many health and lifestyle benefits you can truly enjoy with your own Carbon Cool Adjustable Bed. Five different models, as well as many pricing options to meet your needs. Call my friends at Carbon Cool Adjustable Beds. They'll answer all your questions. 763-325-5253, 763-325-5253, and ask about their senior discounts, too. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. It's the King Banyan Show. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Just say what you got, man. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Good morning. Welcome, King Banyan Show. Business 1440. Let me be the first to wish you a happy Thanksgiving, if you haven't been already. 
because that week is here. Short week coming up for many people. We'll be back here live next week. Don't you worry. You, you will get your full fix of the King Banyan Show, and we may have may have a new government in uh, in the UK by then. I'm not sure how this goes. Um, there's been um, there's been uh, a great amount of uh, uh, chatter about uh, what's happening with Brexit over the last week and we will continue to talk about that today um i had promised you sort of a longer thought about inflation and we will do that we will do that too on the week most this is one of those weeks where the outside of the cpi number that was announced on wednesday there were some other important bits of data handed out uh announced during the week retail sales up uh, 0.8% in October, which was well above the expected levels. Same store sales rose 6.1% week over week for the second week in a row. So so I think a lot of that's just the, the bounce back from uh, Florence and Michael um, to the two uh, hurricanes that have gone through uh, over the earlier half of the uh, autumn. Uh, so we're, see, we're, seeing, we're seeing what we think there's sh- we would normally see but um but the but the one thing and so andrew who's i believe flying solo today for the first time uh, uh, he's of course got expertise at his at at his beck and call if he if he picks up the phone and you can call him and greet him 651-289-4477 if you're interested of course you can come on the show and visit with us with questions and comments 651-289-4477 the number to call um, if you if you're interested in doing that. But um, Andrew's very is we're going to break Andrew in, in in terms of something we always have the the uh, folks down at the mothership down in Egan do. We ask them what is the price of gas locally down where you are right now. Well, we got locally two forty at the uh, I believe it's the Sands next door, which is like thirty cents less than some stuff that's like two and a half miles away yeah isn't that interesting that there's a 30 cent difference in the price of gas some of that is of course uh, the impact of county wheelage taxes uh, there are, are, are uh, counties can apply their own taxes to um, to uh, uh, gasoline and so there'll be some differences that occur there uh, but um, most of that is just it's a function of who supplies you your gas because there are minimum gas price laws in the state of Minnesota that uh, control, you know, how far you can cut your price relative to the price of your competitors. Um, up here, two forty one nine at the station I drive by every morning as I come over here to the campus of St. Cloud State University. Uh, that's that's what we find here. And 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 as I was driving in. I'm I'm looking I'm looking down at the front page of my Wall Street Journal. It sits in the passenger seat of my car, and I will do this is a tribute to the great Rush Limbaugh. Shaking out the paper on the front page, Saudis to counter U.S. oil strategy. Right, the Saudis who I think right now we don't talk foreign policy much on this show, but but. I think it's fair to say that my average listener will understand the Saudis are not people that everybody is on great, happy terms with at this particular moment, including uh, some strain within the, the Trump administration. 
Uh, the but uh, the story first sentence: Saudi Arabia is moving to cut the world's oil supply after U.S. government deals allowed hundreds of thousands of barrels a day of Iranian crude to flow onto world markets, driving down prices. All right, I, I don't need to read you the rest of the piece. You just just unpack that first sentence, okay? What would you know? You probably know as well as I do. Prices for oil are a function of oil supply as well as oil demand. It's a growing economy in the United States. It's not growing as fast in the rest of the world. Demand for oil is good but not great. You have increased U.S. supply uh, from uh, shale oil, from fracking, that is increasingly increasingly filling the demand for oil in the United States and reducing the amount of imports we take in from from places like Saudi Arabia. As you're well aware, earlier this sum, this summer, the U.S. announced it was exiting the uh, the Joint Comprehensive Power uh, po- Powers Agreement with Iran that was that was over uh, trying to keep them from developing their nuclear capacities, and part of it was to cut off their ability once more to export oil. Countries in Europe intervened and said, but we really depend on getting Iranian oil. And so in October, the the Trump administration said, well, we're going to embargo oil coming to the United States but we will continue to do business with these companies that do business with Iran. And so it we will not we will not cut off companies these eight companies who do business in Iran to buy their oil. And that allowed Iran to keep dollars coming into their economy exporting that oil. Now, I should I will I I know people make fun of the fact that I talk about graphs in the new, you know, in the newspaper, I'll tweet this story to you at pound KBRS, and you'll find the graph inside the story. And this is from this is from page A six in the in the piece. You can see what happens here. Iran's exports from okay before before lifting the sanctions, as the Obama administration did in the middle of twenty six early twenty sixteen, I should say. The export of oil from Iran uh, to to the rest of the world uh, was hovering around about 1.3, 1.4 million barrels a day. Upon lifting the sanctions, they quickly accelerated production and basically doubled doubled the amount of oil they were exporting, which brings a lot of additional dollars back into the country. The the withdrawal of the United States from the nuclear deal, at that moment, they were exporting about 2.7 million barrels a day. And it has been reduced down to now approximately 1.8 million barrels a day. So they've reduced the supply of oil from Iran to the rest of the world market by about 40%. So the deal was, 
Well, if that sanction is going to be there, we don't want the price to spike too much because everyone recognizes if you raise the price of something by a lot, what's going to happen? You're going to see a decline in the price of, you're going to see a decline in the use of gasoline. People will stop buying SUVs and they'll start buying cars to consume less gas. There'll be an increase in fuel efficiency in the fleets of uh, the fleets of cars, in, in particularly in the developed world, in the industrialized world. And that cuts into the revenue that countries like Saudi Arabia or Russia or Nigeria or Venezuela take in. So as a result, the, the, the Saudis initially said, we'll increase the price of oil, we'll increase our production of oil to backfill and take up the slack that's going to come from the Iranians uh, reducing their oil. Problem. They probably overshot the mark. They probably thought we were going to go back to a number like 1.3 or 1.4. Instead, we're at 1.8. And this news of the of the eight companies receiving receiving the uh, uh, exemptions on the sanctions against Iran from the United States means that there's probably four or 500,000 barrels a day of oil coming out of Iran that they didn't plan on. So the Saudis are now announcing, hey, we're going to have to re- we're, we're going to have to cut back a little bit. We're going to have to figure out how to how to not reduce we're going to have to reduce our production from what we thought we were going to have to do to replace that Iranian oil. These things take time and you get a lot of overshooting in prices. Conclusion of the point and this connects to my inflation point that I'm going to make in the next segment. The price of oil is highly elastic, meaning that to supply, meaning that small changes in the quantity supplied of oil cause large changes in the price of gasoline you're seeing at the pump. When you get those large changes, you'll also see those spreads because it takes time for those changes in price to trickle through all the different distributors and down to the gas stations that you're seeing. And that's partly a, a function of the the rather odd way in which uh, the, the state of Minnesota regulates the price of gas at the pump. But suffice to say, this is what's going to happen. Those those places that Andrew, I said, was looking at that still sell their their gas at 240 uh, excuse me at 270 will move toward the 240 and then as the saudis react and say oh, i don't really we we don't want iran to take we don't want the price to be that low uh we are going to have to cut back on how much we produce we'll boost the price of gasoline back up where will it end probably right back about 270 275 280 right about where where it is in those other places. They overshot it by a little bit. It's not that big a news, but right at the moment, in a lovely thing to happen on a Thanksgiving weekend, is it not? Or coming up, Thanksgiving. Okay, as you drive off to see family and friends for Thanksgiving, you get a few extra dollars in your pocket along with your full tank of gas. And that is just the nature of the... Um, 
of oil diplomacy. Trade is, is at the base of this, but at the, even below that, it's simply foreign policy between countries like Iran, Saudi Arabia, Russia, the United States, and Europe. We'll talk more after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. When I found out I was pregnant, I panicked. I was afraid, feeling pressured. I didn't know what else to do. I was nine weeks along and didn't know there were other options. I didn't know the baby already had a beating heart. I didn't know there were couples waiting to adopt. I called the confidential hotline and learned the facts. I found an option that both my baby and I can live with. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. This is Michael Medved here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The government projects the cost of Medicare plans will decrease this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans nationwide to help folks maximize their benefits and save money. What is it people need to keep in mind? Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare options, it can be confusing. My advice, don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision, and the freedom to choose your doctors. With the enrollment deadline only weeks away, it's important to act now. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. For your free Medicare assistance, call 800-741-5592. That's 800-741-5592. 800-741-5592. Hi, this is Tom Barrett, president of Lean Partners. We are fortunate to be celebrating 15 years of helping Minnesota companies dramatically improve their business performance. So we'd like to recognize a few of our awesome client partners by having them share their story. I'm Mike Kennison, vice president of manufacturing at Protolabs. Our core values of achievement, trust, and teamwork are centered around our key stakeholder, our employees. We realize that in order to create the most value for our customers and shareholders, we need to first and foremost invest in our employees. In three years, Lean Partners has helped us create and implement a leadership training program that is relevant and scalable across a broad set of our employees. The Lean Partners leadership training program has made a significant impact on Protolab's continuous improvement efforts for both processes and systems, as well as talent development. Thanks, Mike. Are you interested in a customized plan to dramatically improve your business performance? Visit MyLeanPartners.com. That's MyLeanPartners.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business 1440. 
thank you for listening today. 651-289-4477, the number called with questions or comments. You can, of course, chime in on Pound KBRS, Pound KBRS, um, and you can see, oh, that's a nice nice piece put up from uh, from uh, Don, um, who's just looking at, looking at something right now. Oh, yes, I saw, I did see that piece about the, the, uh, <laughs> a Prius with a Vulcan uh, uh, automatic rifle on top. Uh, and it's, so it's fuel efficient and will help you get to your coffee a little bit faster. Speaking of which, excuse me a second. Ah, good for you. Uh, coffee is always good for you. Um, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven or chip in at pound KBRS. My Twitter handle at Banyan Show. Um, we did a poll of our students up here at St. Cloud State, or at least the students in the School of Public Affairs, where I currently serve as a dean, as well as a professor of economics, and. And we did a poll and asked them which uh, social media platforms they use and which one do they use the most. Lowest on the list, Twitter. Twitter is old man, is, is old man social media. That's what my social media person tells me. I'm like, yeah, that's okay. Guess what I am. <laughs> so. So if you want to follow the show, you'll have to you'll have to dance with the one who brung you. Um, I don't I don't understand Snapchat, and I have no intention to figure it out. Um, anyway, anyway, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. We were talking about prices, and as you as you look, consumer prices up three tenths percent in October. Um, there's just there's just a lot of volatility in this data. So we talked about about those gas prices, which went up. And right now what's happened is the price of ga- the, the price of a barrel of oil in uh, West Texas Intermediate, so oil produced in the United States, went from about $57 up to $75, and now it's all the way back to $57. Right? So you've had this volatility over the year. If you look at if you look if you look a little bit deeper um, energy prices have led this increase overall, 2.4% up on gasoline, fuel oils, and electricity. Guess what? All of this price decline, this 240 price that we're seeing right now, this has all happened in the last three to four weeks. So expect the November report to come out. It will say, it will say that we had much lower inflation on the headline number. Indeed, I would not be surprised if the number comes back negative for for November. This is why I was able to tease this topic last week. I'm watching what's happening to the price of energy over the last three weeks, particularly particularly uh the second week the, the second week of the month, the week of the election, and I said, Man, that those price increases that we see for October are not are not lasting at all. It went it went up, it went down. We don't know why it went down quite so much we get a little bit of a clue here it looks like the the saudi uh oil ministry may have overestimated the uh amount of oil that would be reduced from iran that they would have to replace and so they're they they have produced more than they wanted to and are helping to fuel so to speak a a decline in gas prices uh that 
that doesn't that doesn't surprise me at all. Nonetheless, as you look at various elements of of business and consumer price expectations, I think it's fair to say that most people believe the inflation rate is now above and will continue to be above the 2% target that the Fed has announced for some time. The Federal Reserve is going to reduce, excuse me, is going to increase the Fed funds rate at the, at the meeting in December. There is, I mean, you can, you can bet my mortgage payment on it. All right, you don't, you don't have to bet yours. You can bet mine. I'm, I'm saying to you, as sure as the sun comes up, that rate's gonna is gonna rise. I mean, I, I should take that back. If something catastrophic happens with Brexit uh, and the EU, or if China has the overthrow of its government tomorrow, or something like that, okay, those things are those things. So I think I, I guess the rate hike would be a little less certain than the sun coming up in the morning. But I'm willing to bet my mortgage money, nonetheless. That's just not. That's just not going to happen. What has been interesting has been conversation about about whether or not how many rate hikes hikes there will be in 2019. At one end of the spectrum, at one end of the spectrum, uh, Brian Westbury at uh, First Trust is saying it's at four. Um, you're hearing people now say something as small as two. You're you're. You're beginning to watch people in the marketplace who've said, okay, we know they're going to raise in December. Let's talk to them about not raising past a 3% Fed funds rate. I think Westbury's point on this is, is well taken. It is unusual. It is unusual for the interest rate, the short-term interest rate, to be below the growth rate of nominal GDP. And nominal GDP is growing in the 45 to 5% range. Now, there may be good reasons why you, you, you're going you're gonna to run it below that nominal rate. But it is unusual for the rate to be that low, particularly if you then go to the longer end of the bond spectrum, where the 10-year bond is still running at, at about 3.2%, you would anticipate that that rate of growth should be something closer to the area, excuse me, that interest rate should be something closer to 4, 4 and a quarter, maybe 4 and a half. It sort of depends on what you think the long-run growth rate of the economy is. If you think productivity will speed back up, that will imply a and a, a long-term 10-year Treasury rate closer to 5%. And indeed, if you look at mortgage rates right now, mortgage rates have gone have gone to, to uh, I'm looking for the number, I've got it on a screen here, 5.17% on the 30-year mortgage. That's the highest it's been in eight and a half years. Okay, so you have to go back to right around the end of the recession, to find the last time mortgage rates were as high as they are right now. That has implications as well for housing prices. And along with that is another implication 
to the inflation rate. The inflation rate is usually calculated by in two different ways. Uh, they're named after two different two different European economists, one named Las Pairs and the other one named Posh. Las Pairs, the Las Pairs price index is what we use to create the consumer price index. CPI, PPI is also a Las Pairs type index. Posh is the inf- is is one that's more akin to what we call the chain CPI or how we do the implicit price deflator for GDP, how we differentiate between the changes in GDP that are due to prices and the changes in GDP that are due to changes in the production of goods and services. It's how we calculate real GDP. They're very different in how in in how they calculate the inflation rate. I'm only going to talk about the last pairs piece. I'm not going to talk chain piece today, but I'll talk about the last pairs piece. What you do when you do this, and you see these from time to time. So to, so you might have seen, I tweeted out at Pound KBRS this week, the story about, about, you know, what is the cost of Thanksgiving dinner? And the cost of Thanksgiving dinner this year is much less. Why? It's less. Why? Because it turns out that that farmers made uh, farmers raised for sale too many turkeys. When you put an increased supply of turkeys into the freezer case, the grocer has to move the turkeys in the freezer case because guess what? Come Friday next week, they're not going to sell for nearly as much. The demand will fall dramatically. So they're probably right around now looking at the number of turkeys they have left in the freezer case and begin to think about how much will I discount the price to get these turkeys out of here. So you will have seen decreases. So there's a piece that I saw on, uh, on, on local television, um, a couple days ago talking about the fact that the price, the cost of a turkey dinner of a Thanksgiving dinner is the lowest it's been in five years. And that's because, Farmers made too many turkeys. How did they calculate that? Well, think of how you would do that, right? You'd figure out, okay, I need a, I need a turkey of a certain size. I need yams, I, right? Because you can't, you can't have Thanksgiving without yams. I mean, my goodness. Uh, you, it, okay, and and think uh, pumpkin pie. So you have to have pumpkin. You have to have these other items that are in the thing. Uh, you know, so you create a basket of foods that you're going to you're going to consume for Thanksgiving dinner. I've always thought this calculation was interesting because I thought to myself, so what about the other stuff? You need electricity to run the stove and the dishwasher and turn keep the lights on. You've got you've got the use of the silverware and the china and all that. Isn't there an implied price to that? And put that all together as you calculate it. But that basket calculating the cost of a basket of goods across different years or different months is basically the same type of calculation you do to do the consumer price index. It's just that you're doing it for, for in, in the case of the consumer price index, for thousands of goods. Whereas when you look at the basket they used to do this Thanksgiving dinner story that you heard this week, it's about 15 goods that they have in the basket. And it doesn't, by the way, include the electricity. Okay, what I'm going to let you think about this. I've given you a bit of a hint. Let's see if you can figure it out. When we come back, 
what's the number one item in the consumer price index by size? What is that number one item? Okay, answer coming up right after this. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Let's talk about your business for a minute. Think about all the things you're doing to attract the best talent. Between the networking events and referral bonuses, you're probably spending plenty of time and money to find the right people. But what if it was your office that attracted employees? Today's workforce is mobile and active, and they want an office designed around the way they work. And Veridesk makes it easy. Veridesk Standing Desk Solutions help you create an active workspace where employees can stand and move so they're happier, healthier, and more productive. Our full line of active office products are constructed with commercial-grade materials and require little to no assembly, so they're easy to set up and move. Companies of any size can have a Veridesk active workspace. Ordering is simple. Shipping is free. And our 30-day guarantee means if you don't love it, we'll pick it up for free. Learn more about Veridesk active workspace solutions at veridesk.com slash radio. That's V-A-R-I-Desk.com slash radio. Hi, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. I don't have one thing in my life that I can boast about. Every single thing that is good is a direct result of Christ's salvation in my life. Matthew uh, is one that you might be talking to if you call our number. He's my son-in-law. We've established a great relationship over the past few years, and we pray that that might continue as he serves in the capacity of, of running the office. Well, when someone calls, usually I just try to see what their needs are and whether it's estimating for gutters or a roof or a repair if the roof is leaking. My focus is just always on trying to honor God in how I interact with people. You know, I just try not to add anything or subtract anything from what the Lord would have us do. I'm really excited to be fielding your calls today and talking to you about the needs you might have on your roof or gutters. For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, contact us by phone at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. Have you ever applied for a home loan online, but actually ended up getting telemarketed to death by strange lenders from all over the country? Have you ever called the bank in hope of a good deal, but ended up being treated like a number? That's not how we operate. Hi, my name is Joe Metzler. I'm a senior loan officer with award-winning, locally-based Mortgages Unlimited. Here, I will do a full and proper review of your situation, then provide you with a smooth and stress-free process, and of course, get you an amazing interest rate that you can brag about. And don't worry, we will never sell your personal information to anyone. Reach out to me today to be treated like a person, not a number, at 651-552-3681 or online at imortgagejoe.com, imortgagejoe.com. That's imortgagejoe.com. Apply today, have an answer tomorrow. Mortgages Unlimited is an equal housing lender, not an offer to enter into an interest rate lock agreement. NMLS number 274132. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business 1440, thank you for listening today. 
7, the number to call. Reach us on Twitter at, at Banyan Show is my Twitter handle. You can just tweet right at me there, or you can just post something with the hashtag pound KBRS. You can follow that hashtag pound KBRS, and that will help you hear the conversation through the show. I did think this was interesting. I'll just quickly divert to it a moment, then we'll get back to the to the answer to the question. Uh, what's the biggest element in CPI? Um, the The question was posed by Ron Paul. Uh, and Ron Paul asks, a wealthy person gives you gifts you $10,000. You get to choose in which form you accept, you'll accept the gift, but there's a catch. You must keep the gift in the form that you choose for 10 years without touching it. In which form would you accept the gift? And he offers four options. Federal Reserve notes or cash, gold, Bitcoin, or U.S. 10-year treasury bonds. So I found this interesting because it's like, you know, he's, I found this interesting because I thought, well, okay, why would you, why would, why would those be the four things I choose to use? Now, understanding that Ron Paul has been someone that has written a newsletter for years and years and runs an, an institute, um, runs an institute that promotes, uh, uh, private currencies, gold or, or Bitcoin, as as being good alternatives to fiat money. Um, uh, you know, uh, it's not a surprise to me that he got ninety about ninety five thousand people responding to this, half of whom said Bitcoin and thirty seven percent who said gold. So eighty seven percent of them chose. Something other than a government, a government issued um, security, either interest bearing in the case of the treasury bonds or non-interest bearing in the case of the notes. All right, you can do one or the other, and it's not a surprise that more people would choose treasury notes, the the, the interest bearing form, than the non-interesting, non-interest bearing Federal Reserve notes. None of this actually surprises me. But I thought to myself, which one would I choose instead? I happen to run across, uh, I, I'm a regular reader of, of the almost, almost Daily Grants newsletter. This is from Jim Grant's uh, Interest Rate Observer uh, shop. Uh, and this is, I think, I think Phillip's one of his sons. Uh, and, um, and, and there was a piece in the paper, in the uh, newsletter from Thursday, Relatively stable price action in Bitcoin since late October was replaced with a lurch lower in the largest digital currency, taking Bitcoin below $5,500 for the first time this year on heavy trading volume. Bitcoin's peers suffered similarly intense declines. And my, my thought, my first mind to, to Bitcoin has peers? Yes, it does. Okay, and I knew the answer to this. I, I'm like... I'm like that is interesting that that they're, they're called peers. I think that's pretty, that's pretty interesting. But, but uh, uh, Philip continues. What's spurred the abrupt downdraft? Crypto news site Modern Consensus reports that the bulk of trading volume during the sell-off took place on the Bitfinex exchange, 
and follows a Sunday announcement from Bitfinex of a 3% wire withdrawal fee for those cashing out more than twice over a 30-day period or for more than $1 million in aggregate withdrawals over the same 30 days. That's up from a previous fee of zero. Now, we had here on the King Banyan Show a, a, a conversation a few weeks ago where I played a clip of Alan Greenspan talking on an interview with Hugh Hewitt um, about his thoughts on Bitcoin. And and he talked about it like, you know, okay, so it is a currency, but it is also a fiat currency and eventually has a value of zero. Right? That's when nobody wants to trade it and, or use it as, a, as some, something anymore. Gold has the advantage that it at least has some value in terms of making jewelry from it. People demand gold for consumption purposes, not just as a store of value or as a medium of exchange. Bitcoin does not have that value, and yet it is somehow being valued more than gold. And I thought to myself, do I really know what Bitcoin's going to be like 10 years from now, particularly when you read about forks. Let me get down to, I want to, let me, let me roll down to a, a, a piece here. As an alter, this is later in, in, in Philip Grant's uh, uh, newsletter. As for alternative explanations for the recent price decline, the quantity of available to be mined is famously capped at 21 million. Yet the supply-constrained crypto keeps splitting in two with Bitcoin Cash, itself the result of last year's fork, or split, from the original Bitcoin into a pair of cryptocurrencies, today breaking into a pair of new cryptos called Bitcoin ABC and Bitcoin SV. SV stands for Satoshi's Vision, Satoshi being the founder of Bitcoin. Um, This follows from the October... 24-2017 formation of Bitcoin Gold and the February, 20, February 28th debut of Bitcoin Private, both resulting from hard forks of their own. One therefore wonders. Why all the forks? We don't fork dollars. Right? Is this a sign of, is a sign of health? I, anyway, I find this interesting. The other thing I find interesting about about Ron Paul's piece, and I was having this conversation with one of our one of our listeners uh, through Twitter. Um, if you could tell me I have ten thousand dollars in something, but I have to hold it for ten years, and I get to pick the asset that I get that I have to hold it in, and you give me this list, my first question would have been, "How about land? Could I hold land? How about art? Okay, could I hold art?" I would have been interested in that. There are lots of different ways I could have thought about this. But I thought it was interesting of what they chose, of what his people chose. And again, if you're following Ron Paul, there's a pretty good chance that you don't think highly of of fiat money. Pretty good chance. So it doesn't surprise me that 87% would respond from something, some kind of private currency. Doesn't at all. And yes, and yes, if you must know, I do actually have a Bitcoin wallet. Basically, I, my, my wife asked me, why would you do that? Are you concerned? I said, no, no. I, okay. My, my 
my doctor my doctoral dissertation was on was on money i study i i'm probably more of a i talk a lot about policy but i'm probably more of a theorist than than i am a policy than a monetary policy guy and to me the creation of bitcoin is within itself an academically intriguing exercise something that really appeals to me so yeah I, yeah i do have i have a wallet have i traded money i i have done I have done one transaction to to acquire Bitcoin. I have purchased something with Bitcoin. I have sold Bitcoin. I've done one of each just so that I could say I, I know how it works. Uh, I, I do know how it, how it works. Um, <laughs> Narnfan responds via Twitter. Cryptocurrencies equals computers burning up fossil fuels. Yep, it does. At an increasing rate, too, which I find absolutely fascinating. Um, absolutely fascinating. That is part of that's part of its part of its appeal. So back to my question, and I get I actually hinted more at the answer. What is the number one item in the CPI? If you think of the basket, okay. So so going from the Thanksgiving basket with fifteen food products that you consume on Thanksgiving to the consumer price index, which is a basket of everything a consumer buys in a month, what do you, what's the number one item? Okay, so if I ask Andrew or if I ask most of you, what is the number one item in your budget? Pretty good chance the answer is going to be housing. Right? Pretty good chance the answer is housing. But the problem is we don't buy housing every month if we if we own our homes. If we... If we rent, we can look at rental prices, and that that will determine that will determine. We can use that to put something in there. But since most of us actually own our home, not most of us, but sixty some percent of Americans own their home, we have to figure out what is the value of that home and what's happening with it each month. So the rise in housing prices that happened over the last over the last few years has in fact been part of has been part of the CPI numbers that we see they call it owner equivalent rent or OER they try to measure they try to impute a value for what effectively the house you own is giving you in terms of the rent you don't have to pay instead i have a mortgage payment that i make on my house but if I was to actually rent my house from somebody, some other owner, I'm happy to report I would probably pay several hundred dollars a month more than I do now. That's the, that's the real stream of value that I get from the investment I made. But someone has to figure out what that, what that number is and has to figure out to some extent to figure out what it what that means in terms of the CPI. So they put an imputed value into it. Guess what? Over the last two years, that number has run has run between since uh, the middle of 2015. That number has run between three and three and a half percent because the price of housing has risen by that amount. And it's because the price of housing has risen by that amount that has helped support CPI. Now, take that number. And pull it out of CPI. Take the number that represents um, that represents uh, food and energy, and take that number out. 
and leave behind there, okay, the amount of C, the CPI net of food, of energy, and shelter, which is partly a joke, right? That's just all the stuff I buy. I buy food, I buy gas, and I, have, I live in a house. That's probably 70% of my budget. What's happening to the remainder of it? It's actually only going up by 1.4%. So question, how much inflation really is there? We'll be back with an answer after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis? You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. A year ago, Hillary Clinton joined me on my radio show for a long discussion about her memoir of the 2016 presidential race, What Happened? And in September, John Kerry came on the show to discuss his memoir, Every Day is Extra. For both former Democratic presidential nominees and Secretary of State, it was their first appearance on this program, a program that has run three hours every weekday for more than 18 years. As we look forward to 2020, would-be Democratic presidential candidates ought to seek out frequent interviews with interlocutors from across the political spectrum in settings like talk radio that allow for more than a minute's response. Our political conversation has entered a zone of toxicity I haven't seen since I began my broadcast career in 1990. Long-form interviews marked the civility and honest debate is one part of the renewal and public discourse that we need. 
So, hey, Democrats running for presidents, go in harm's way. Find someone to talk to at length today. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is 1440. 651-289-4477, the number to call. We we have to give uh, Mr. We have to give Andrew uh, a little try with the phone, see if uh, see if he's able to manage those in the show at the same time. It's a complicated job what he does. Trust me on this. Pretty complicated stuff. Certainly, I wouldn't want to have that job. Um, not that, I did do, I did do it when I was in college and a little bit in grad school, but pretty quickly uh, left left the the button pushing to other people. Um, anyway, um. So here's so here's that question. What is happening with prices? The answer is many many things. Many many things. We can see going back to the beginning of the hour. Um uh, uh we have we have um go back to the beginning of the hour. We talked about the fact that the US was was play, was exiting the joint uh comprehensive power uh powers agreement and that meant that uh, they were going to slap sanctions back on iranian oil okay price moves we do all kinds of things with foreign with foreign policy that end up and with trade policy that end up affecting prices okay if you eat if your yams are candied on thanksgiving Give a little thought to the fact that there are sugar quotas here in the United States that probably double the price of the sugar used for that and the pumpkin pie and all the other things that you've consumed on Thanksgiving. The price of your the price of the sugar in your Thanksgiving dinner would be about half that if if you uh, didn't have sugar quotas here in the United States. That thanks to thanks to uh, the desire to protect. Folks in Louisiana who grow uh, uh, cane sugar, and the folks he, up here in the Upper Midwest who grow beet sugar. Um, all of that, all of that comes to play. Add to that the fact that uh, interest rates are beginning to slide back up. This will slow down the inflation rate because that you read because it is, it is. Um, it has in it an imputed price of of the house that you're renting. It's not dollars out your pocket. It's just how much you're renting. And that that particular item, that particular item is about a sixth of what of what CPI is. Now, a lot of people will respond to me and say, well, CPI is a terrible way to measure inflation. And I'll say, yeah, it is. Chain CPI or chained measures or those posh indices, indexes that I haven't talked about, have their, own, have their own issues. And because Brexit happened, I'm not going to spend any time talking about posh indexes and why they have an issue. All I will, all I will say to you is, is that if you put that all together, the inflation numbers that will be reported over the next year will have two counter counteracting pieces. 
rising interest rates will push down CPI. Core CPI includes that owner-equivalent owner rent item. So core CPI, core PCE, those numbers are going to be reduced by the fact that interest rates are rising. It's weird. It shouldn't happen that way, but it does. It's worth tracking this number that takes shelter as well as food and energy out of CPI. It looks at the price of all the other stuff. But again, that's only thirty, about 30% of what you purchase in a year. Okay. On the other side, these increases in tariffs and so forth are causing increases in prices of inputs that I think are showing up in that other 30 to 35 percent and I think those will continue to happen so just as the price of sugar is increasing the price of the pumpkin pie that you're that you're consuming on Thanksgiving so too increases in 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 tariffs on on steel and aluminum are causing similar issues we'll come back and we'll finish up that thought and then we'll have an we'll have almost an hour of brexit after this here listening to the King Banyan show on business 1440. This is Michael Medved. I'm here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The government projects the cost of Medicare plans will decrease this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans nationwide to help folks maximize their benefits and save money. What is it people need to keep in mind? Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare options, it can be confusing. My advice don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision, and the freedom to choose your doctors. With the enrollment deadline only weeks away, it's important to act now. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. For your free Medicare assistance, call 800-741-5592. That's 800-741-5592. 800-741-5592. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-501-3689 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-501-3689 for your free author submission kit. Again, 800-501-3689. Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah, I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card that you can't find. Well, at Business 1440, we've simplified the process. All the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Business VIP Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. Sign up now at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Hello, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. WNAV Audiovisual provides equipment and technicians for events of all sizes, from a handful of people to large ballrooms and convention centers as well. We also provide installation services for churches, schools, and corporations. No matter how many people are at your event, WNAV has the technicians and expertise along with the equipment to make each event successful. Audiovisual services include equipment 
such as sound systems, microphones, projection systems with screens, laptops, draping, lighting, and all the related equipment, and also web streaming services. So your meeting can go beyond the four walls of your space. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Please contact us at WNAV-video.com. Business 1440 KYCR Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. Stream on the...